Oh my gosh. It's the second to last episode of the year. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Questions with Caden. My name is Caden Fabrizio, and just want to welcome you to this pod. We got a really special episode this week. We are actually only two episodes away from the end of season two of Questions with Caden. It's actually pretty crazy. Um, I just want to celebrate for a quick moment all that God has done this year, um, the amazing guests we've had on, the amazing stories we've heard of people encountering Jesus, gaining revelation about a relationship with Jesus, um, coming to a Yona night, getting to meet you guys. It's been an incredible year. I am so grateful for every single one of you that click on this podcast and really hope that you guys are grateful for this podcast and hope that it's deposited something in your life this year, that it's encouraged you, that it's walked with you, that it's taught you, and that you've had a lot of fun and experienced a lot of growth while listening to this. Um, but for today's podcast, as always, we've got to shout out Life Audio. Thank you so much, Life Audio, for this incredible season. All y'all have done for us. Go ahead and go to lifeaudio.com if you want to check it out. All right, so for today, um, I don't want to spend too much time taking up too much space for this episode. Um, I just want you all to know that we have today my five favorite guests of season two. And it was really hard to pick these. Um, to be honest, I just went through and picked the ones you guys liked the most. Um, but every single guest we've had on this year has deposited something so special into this podcast. It's been an honor to host and interview so many incredible people on this podcast this year. And um, these are just a, a quick handful of a few that stuck out to me because of the power that was evident in these conversations. Um, so what's really cool about this episode is that I'm going to go through and I'm going to re- I'm going to um, introduce no specific order. So number one doesn't mean it's my favorite. It just means it was the first one we put on. Um, I'm going to introduce a little bit about each guest, each episode, why I loved it. We'll intro into it. We'll give you about five, ten minutes of every episode, and then we'll intro out. And um, I'll do that for my five favorite episodes. Um, what's really cool is every single episode will be linked below. So if you want to check them out. Um, or you want to listen to the full episode that you hear a little snippet of today, it's in the description below. You can easily find it, or you can just go to our page. Um, Wherever you listen to the podcast, you go to our main page and find tons of amazing episodes from Season 2. Super excited for what we got going on in Season 3. Insane guests. Like, insane guests. Like, crazy. Um, And lots of fun stuff coming your guys' way, including some really cool... Um, options for you guys to get more content, engage with me on a personal level, and some really cool other things as well. So, without further ado, let's jump into my top five favorite guests of season two, starting off with the one and the only JJ and Kate Tomlin from the heart of dating. These two people are not only some of my favorite podcasters, but they're some of my favorite friends. I literally was just with them at a wedding, and JJ and I just have so much fun together. He's so uplifting. He's so wise. Kate as well, both so wise. Um, Beacons of hope and wisdom um, and joy, 
of the Lord um, for our generation. So let's jump into this quick five-minute teaser of our episode with Kate and JJ Tomlin. You want to taste the beauty of singleness and like the purpose in singleness and like the cultivation of deep, rich friendships in singleness and like finding your purpose in singleness. Mm -hmm. And I find that when singles don't do that, they really do look to a spouse to fill in all those blanks for them. I mean, if you're angry and disappointed in -hmm. singleness, you're going to be angry and disappointed in marriage. Yeah, it's so good. Mm -hmm. I mean, you really are. And the, the best thing you could ever do is be most content in singleness. Mm-hmm. That is the best thing you can actually ever do mm-hmm. to prepare for marriage. Yeah. And until you are content in singleness, you're never going to be ready yeah. for marriage. Yeah. Which singles hate to hear. Yeah. For sure. But it is true. It is true. Because you're always going to be looking. It should Tell them the two plus, one plus one, which Riley said at their wedding. Riley Kehoe. Yes. Is that her last name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Jack, Best quote, they, I mean, they had amazing vows. Their prayer time was like yeah. 20 Their minutes. Wedding. You know? oh wedding. Yeah. They're barefooted up there. You know? yeah. Yeah. So, so different so from my vibe. I know. <laughs> yeah. But that's why I love them. I mean, they're amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, their one quote that just has stuck with me is one plus one equals three. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's the chord analogy mm-hmm. in Ecclesiastes, ironically, together. Mm. The cord of three is greater than one by itself. Yeah. And the same thing as far as kingdom amplification, marrying this person, the chief focus should be one thing, not to make me happy, not to elevate my life, my status. The chief focus should be that one plus one equals three. Together, yeah. we create something in yeah. the kingdom that neither of us could apart. Absolutely. We produce more in the kingdom than either of us could apart. That is the chief focus. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. guess what? You're not soulmates. You're mm. earthmates. Yeah. Like in good. heaven, there they, is no You're not marriage. married yeah. in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so you got a shot of 20, 30, 40, 50 years on earth mm-hmm. to do something for the kingdom. And that's the priority. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Man, Kate and JJ, some of my favorites. I just love how much wisdom they carry. I love in that episode how much we talk about um, singleness, how to thrive in singleness, some tips to successful relationships, including friendships, but also romantic relationships, how to find the right person. There's so much packed into that episode. And actually, fun fact, it is the only, literally the only time on Questions with Caden that we have ever talked about dating. And as of right now, it will maintain the only episode that we've ever talked about dating. Why? Because you can't get any better than what JJ and Kate have for that one. All right, coming up next in the number two slot, my good friend Maddie Pruitt Trout, again, was just with them this weekend. Um, I love, 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 love Maddie so much. She's a sister to me, and um, she deposits in this episode the absolute weapons to standing firm in a faith that you have in Jesus that cannot be shaken by anything anybody ever does to you says to you any life circumstance nothing can get in your way um when you live by these tips and these revelations that maddie brings this episode is full of nuggets of wisdom and right now i'm about to give you one of my favorite quick snippets from this episode again if you want to listen to the full thing it will be linked below give it a listen grew up in a christian household so you've probably like me had like an overall concept or idea of like i need to spend time with the lord but what does that look like as your relationship has 
become more intimate with the Lord and matured? Like, how has that changed? I think for a while, I definitely, and you hear a lot of, you know, Christians talk about this, but it's, it's real, you know, uh, transitioning from religion to relationship. Mm-hmm. I think for a while for me, it was definitely more from a legalistic religious standpoint of, yeah. you know, I, and I don't think my time with the Lord was even like consistent. I don't even think it was, you know, real like it was definitely like say a prayer before bed and and go to church on Sundays you know and Mm -hmm. and wear a cross necklace and I'm good right (laughs) and so or like look up a bible verse before a basketball game and be like to the glory of God you know let me go out and win this game you know (laughs) and like that was the the mindset so I I think for me for a long time like it was definitely more about reputation what other people thought about me wanting to be, you know, the good girl, um, and wanting to, to, to appear to have, you know, this, uh, this faith that was inspiring, but I wasn't doing anything to actually grow it. And, and it really wasn't my life. Um, it was just, it's like I had compartmentalized my life. It didn't bleed into every area of my life. It was like, I had my faith, which was more of my parents' faith and more of this religion that I grew up in. Um, but it wasn't until college when that, part of my life became my life and it bled into everything and it became who I was, not just something that I did, not just something that I heard about, not just something that I grew up in, but it literally became who I was. And from that moment on, I truly just became so thirsty for Jesus. And like, I wanted to do everything I could to, to know him more. And so in studying his word and surrounding myself with other believers and getting plugged into the local church, um, in, in finding ways to serve and in finding ways to go and make disciples. Like I, I was just so hungry for more and more of Jesus. And I think just as I've continued to grow in my faith, like really learning, you know, what it looks like to walk consistently with the Lord, to keep in step with the spirit, um, to abide in him, um, to be able to, to quiet the noise around me, to actually listen to his voice, um, to receive the wisdom that he gives to understand his word and how yeah. to be able to stand firm, which we're going to get into, but to, to be able to stand firm in today's world and what that looks like, not to just have my version of truth, like the yeah. world likes to throw out, but to mm-hmm. actually follow the truth yeah, and on. to be willing to go against the grain, to be willing to uh, say no when I need to and um, to, to know what to say yes to, what to walk away from. I mean, just having the wisdom and discernment which um, I feel like even the book of Proverbs is such a good place to turn to um, if you're in that place where you're asking the Lord, you know, how do I know how to stand firm and what to say yes to and what to say no to and what's of God and what's not of God? Um, I think that that book really helps, you know, give you that wisdom. Um, But yeah, I think for me, it just really just seeking after the heart of God have I been able to continue to grow in that wisdom and and in that understanding and in that um, ability to even share my faith, like even in boldness and encouraged to like go and share my faith with other people, it really comes from being filled up by him and, Mm -hmm. and, and taking that time to get alone with him. So I definitely think that's, that's the most important part of where we're talking about standing firm. What an incredible episode with Maddie. Be sure to go check that one out. She's got so much wisdom. That's just a snippet where we're talking about the importance of having an intimate relationship with Jesus, spending time with him and how that sets the foundation for being able to stand firm in your faith. For more tips and to answer the question, how do I stand firm, um, go to the description and you can listen to that episode. Okay, 
Next one, number three, and I'm really I'm I'm kind of realizing a theme here. I picked three friends to go first. We have our episode with Janine Amapola again, one of my best friends in the world. Um, who again? I just saw this last weekend, um, and this episode is fantastic. I think one, it's an episode that you're gonna laugh a lot in. We have a lot of fun, um, a lot of good jokes, um, but we also it's an episode where Janine literally lays out some important keys to life transformation, to living a life that is completely changed by Jesus. How you can change. There's a rumor that people don't change, but what people don't understand is that people don't change on their own, but they do change by the transformative power of the Holy Spirit. So this episode is one of my favorites. Um, Janine is the greatest. What a great speaker. What a great um, Christian influence. Um, And she has an awesome podcast as well. Check out this episode with Janine Amapola. And this is so important because this literally has the power to change the way you see yourself, the way you see dating, the world, money. So basically what you input is what you output. And this is also biblical because in Matthew 12, 34, or 12, yeah, 34, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasures of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. So if you are only filling your mind and your heart with evil things or things that aren't edifying or making you look more like Jesus, I mean, this could go from social media to Netflix to books to movies to TikTok. I mean, y'all, like whether you or I or anybody wants to admit it, these messages that are flooding into our brains are subconsciously influencing us and there's a lot of demonic spirits that are roaming around in these things and yeah i'll go there and say it because a lot of people think that's kind of taboo to talk about stuff like that or they're like that's so ridiculous and i'm like no trust me actually just let me stop we don't talk about demonics just kidding (laughs) okay i'll just leave right now uh for a second i thought you were serious i was like wait really i'm like you false prophet no i'm just kidding you're like, what are you talking about, Kaden? You're just, you always speak in tongues, like relentlessly when we're together. I was doing that before we started the episode. <laughs> but I really do believe that what you input is what you output. So if you're wanting to output good things of wisdom, truth, love, grace, kindness, I mean, all these things, like you've got to input those things first. And again, that starts with the word of God. That starts with what you're listening to. So music's book, what is a podcast? I was going to say books and podcasts. <laughs> I don't know, but you want to start one? No. <laughs> yeah, that's my next launch in 2024. It's going to be huge. Books and podcasts. And like, even when you're scrolling on TikTok or Netflix and you know something is stirring in your spirit and you're like, oh, I know I shouldn't be watching this, you probably shouldn't. And I remember literally just like last week, I was watching this Netflix show and I began to feel so anxious. And then that night, I had a nightmare because of the show. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, I should have known better. And so stopped watching the show. So again, if I want to produce fruit in my life, I've got to like sow seeds of fruit. I got to get that from the word of God and from beneficial godly things. So I think it's just be careful what you're inputting because it will affect you subconsciously and consciously. No, that's literally so good. It's like one of the most practical things I think we ignore because I think out of our desire to like not be religious, we can be like, ah, no, it's just a TV show. Like, no, 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 it's just like, it's just a lyric in a song. But like, if you let those things permeate in your heart, like, I think it's similar to like, um, have you ever heard the saying, um, you are what you eat? Oh, yeah. I think like anybody knows, like, if you have like a terrible weekend of eating, you just feel terrible. 
Yep. And I think the same thing when it comes to consumption with like media and book casts and <laughs> it was boot bootcast actually. <laughs> yeah. Or a podcast, all the stuff that you can you you can um digest. Cause really what you are is I mean, we're on Instagram and TikTok feeds, so they're feeding us, which means we're digesting things all day long. And um uh, what you're consuming, you typically are becoming. And I think it's like Jay said, it's important. Uh Matthew. I think it's 621. Let's Yeah, 621 says for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And I the treasure is not just um money. It's the things that you treasure, the things that you value. And um you may be like, "Oh, well, I don't put that much value in in this show." It's like you and all your girlfriends get together every Monday night to watch it. Mhm. What I mean? Like you value it. Like you value the things that you set time aside to watch. You don't value it. You spent eight hours binge watching it. Like, so I think it's, it's important. Like Jay said, when we're uh, trying to change and we have a desire to live righteously and to live and look like Jesus, we just are aware of what we're consuming all around us. Yeah. And I think cutting off like things that no longer are, I mean, this sounds so cliche, no longer serving you, but, but benefiting you or making you look more like Jesus. I mean, if you really want to change your life, it's got to start mentally almost. You've got to start feeding your your mind and your brain and your spirit things that are beneficial. I think sometimes we all want to slap a bandaid on it and start with the external. I'm like, no, you got to start with the internal because, again, that's what's going to bleed out of you. And I love that you talked about where your treasure is because that's what this is even saying. Like a good man um, out of the good treasure will bring forth good things. So it's like what are you treasuring? Because if you are treasuring godliness, holiness, things that make you look more like Jesus, things that uplift and encourage your friends. If you're treasuring those, like those are going to naturally come out of you. But have you ever had when like, um, for me, when like a cuss word just slips out and you're like, Oh, you're like, where did that come from? And it's because I've been probably listening to some rap music or I've been watching way too many shows that have been cussing. And I'm like, Oh, that was not cute. And that just goes to show, like I've been feeding my brain that. So no wonder why it came out of my mouth, you know? Uh, a, a well-placed Janina Mapola cuss word will kill me every time, though. <laughs> yeah, you've probably seen you've probably seen you know one or two of those <laughs> accidentally. My favorite is the. <gasps> yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm like, guys, please don't, don't crucify me. Everyone looks at you like, what did you do? And you're like, and it's like you said like crap or something like you didn't even say something bad. <laughs> yeah, it ain't that bad. <laughs> Janine, such a fun episode, man. Um, be sure to go check out that one. So many good tips. For life change and to see um, how tangibly God can work in your life. There's a lot of practical insight in that episode. Go check it out. All right. Coming up to our next um, guest, one of my top favorites, Mr. Cody Carnes. Um, I believe he's Dove Award winner, Grammy Award winner, I believe as well. Um, but really just an awesome guy. We had a great conversation. Um, if you don't know who Cody Carnes is, he is a worship leader and musician, songwriter who writes um, some of the most powerful and prolific worship music of our generation. And um, I would say they're very, I would even say that his writing could be very prophetic in nature. Um, and it was an absolute honor to have him on the pod. Something y'all don't probably know, um, I, we might mention it in the episode, but I'm not completely sure, but what y'all, some of y'all don't know is that um, this episode actually took me and Cody two days to film. 
because we actually ended up having so many technical difficulties that we couldn't get the episode done in the first day that we were filming it. However, Cody, being the awesome guy that he is, he actually um, made extra time the next day on his schedule. He was on tour, and he pushed around a bunch of things so that we could finish the episode. Um, And I believe it's one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. It's a very powerful conversation about, again, a firm foundation. What does it look like to stand on the rock of Jesus? Um, Cody talks about his mental health journey um, with anxiety and depression and i really think there's so much freedom and power in this conversation um so if you or someone you know has walked through mental health challenges um, or depression seasons um i would encourage you to listen to this episode there's freedom here for you and there's freedom in the name of jesus check out this episode with cody and for more if you want to listen to the whole thing it's in the description below god's good you know yeah god's faithful and like we get to choose just like the man who said i do believe but help me overcome my unbelief. Both can yeah. be present at once, but we get to choose which one we want to walk in. Yeah. Yeah. That there's, there's been times in my life where I've thought that I had to have it all together, that I thought I, I'm, I'm more mature than this and I should be, basically I should be stronger and I should, basically I should have, I should have less needs at this point, yeah. you know? And what I realize is that, no, actually God created us to be needy. That's what. That's how we are designed. We are designed to need Him, uh, and if I'm being needy, then I'm being actually exactly who I'm supposed to be. Oh, that's good. And there's never, there's never this moment of arrival as a Christian when you arrive to the point where like you've got it all together and you're strong and you don't have fear and you don't have worry and you're not working through those things um, because we're designed to go. God, I can't do this. I need you. Yeah. God, I do I I'm I'm I I I do believe help my unbelief. Like mm-hmm. I I I do believe that you are who you say you are with all my heart. Uh, but I need you to help me, you know? And God designed us ultimately his number one design. If you go back to the Garden of Eden, what is his number one design? His number one design is relationship with us. Yep. His number one, number one design is communion and friendship and nearness and daily walking with him. And so imagine if God wouldn't have designed us to be needy, what would we do? We would, which we often still try to do as humans, and that's why we get ourselves in trouble. But what would we do? We would create our own uh, plan for our lives, and we would go on, and we would build our massive structures, and we would say, I don't need God because I've got it all figured out. And like, yeah, that's what what we still do a lot. But that's why we're so empty when we do that. But that's what we would do. We would go, thank you, God, for making me so strong in my own self. And, uh, my, you know, uh, and I'm going to go do this. And then what happens? We, we do not commune with God at that point. And so God designed us, he designed us to break. He designed us to come back and go, God, I need you. I need you. I need you daily. Every hour I need you. You know, that old, beautiful hymn. It's like, well, yeah, that's how we're designed. So we can't think that there's some arrival where we get to this ultimate enlightenment, you know, moment where it's like, oh, I'm fully, fully strong. It's like, no, if I actually recognize daily, hourly, minute by minute, I need God and I'm okay with that. And I actually accept the fact that that's how I'm created. And and I realize that the fruit of that is going to be communion with God consistent communion with the person who created me and that's the ultimate goal then i settle in to having those needs i settle in to 
to going, God, I need you. Yeah. I need you. I'm nothing without you. And I think that is the, when you reach that, that, that is the goal to reach. <laughs> the goal to reach is to have nothing in my own strength, but to have everything in my weakness. God's strength is made perfect. Um, you know, that's what we're trying to get to yeah. as, as Christians. And it's a journey. Salvation's, salvation happens in a moment, thank God, but sanctification takes a lifetime. Absolutely. It's a journey that we're walking with Jesus. Yeah. And, um, and that's the whole point. That's how he designed it. Yeah. Because he wants to just be with you. He just wants to talk with you today. Yeah. He just wants to, he, he wants to be the one to rescue and help and Come save on. and speak and restore and bring freedom. And so call out to him and give him, call out to him in your deepest anger and your frustrations. Ask him all the hard questions. You know, the enemy wants you to run from God thinking that you have to bring him something perfect. It's like, no, that's the, that's the, that's the lie. You bring him, bring him all of those ugly dirty filthy things you know i love what you're saying because you know it's when we've heard this before but the end of ourself is often the beginning of of our relationship with god and our, the walking in the fullness with jesus is like kind of when is when we die and then can step into fullness and, and new life with him and another fantastic episode cody is so awesome his story is incredible that song is incredible um and be sure to check out his album i believe it's called firm foundation available everywhere it's got some absolute bangers on that thing um what an honor to have them uh, as i said if you want to listen to the full episode the description is below okay coming up now to our fifth and final favorite guest pick of the season is the one and only bianca althoff bianca's a pastor only about 25 minutes from where i live and um, a socal native so near and dear to my heart but she brings on um, an incredible, incredible revelation called grit, grit, don't quit. And I love it because she is an encourager who talks about how to have resilience in following Jesus. What I believe is a actually a lost um, revelation that we need to carry about how to be Jesus followers, carry revelation about how to relentlessly go after what God has called us to do. It's another amazing episode and one where we actually laugh a ton. We have very similar sense of humor and we have a blast. So I think there's some jokes in this one. Um, but if you want to enjoy this full episode, like all the others, they will be linked below. Let's jump into our fifth and final recap clip of guests for season two with Bianca Althoff. Yeah. Grit. yeah. What does grit mean I as mean, a Christian? The ability to not give up. Uh, perseverance is pushing through when we want to give up and endurance is the long haul. And do, we do see that in scripture. And so um, we, we have a lot of people that can define grit and define resilience or divine, define uh, perseverance. But I wanted to really put practical handles on how do we build it? Because the misnomer is some people are born gritty and some people are not. And wow. I went into the deep dive. I had a conversation with a, a woman who she knows my past. She knows like where I was raised and how I was, how I was raised and she said, well, that's easy for you because you were born with grit. You had to build it. And it made me pause or whatever and kind of like have an interesting conversation after that. And it left me thinking. And that's literally, that conversation was what birthed the book because I wanted to prove, no, no, no. Grit is something that you can build. Mm. And I wanted to biblical principles and not just tell people, hey, be resilient. Hey, get back up. You know, Proverbs says the righteous fall seven, but they get up eight times. Yeah. That sounds 
beautiful. It's a great Instagram meme. We print it on mugs and crochet it on pillows. But I want people to actually get practical handles. Yeah. How do I build this? How do I build this? And so that's what the book kind of uncovers. I take people on this journey of it's it's our mind, it's our lives, it's our mindset, it's comparison, really breaking this down, making it super practical. And then, um, you know, the whole concept of the book is that we don't quit. Mm-hmm. But there are times, I, I kept on going back with my editor because I was like, I feel like we need to put language around, well, what happens when we do? I was going to ask you that question. I'm glad you mm-hmm. brought that up. Oh, well, you're such a good interviewer. Okay, go ahead. Ask me the question. Okay, I was going to ask you. you Yeah, I was going to ask you, obviously, we're talking about grit. We're talking about should I quit? And I think it's easy for us to assume when someone's like, should I quit? We're like, don't. Keep going. You know, like, Mm -hmm. keep grinding. And I'm going to be the first guy to tell you that because that's just how I was raised. You know, that's just like what's in me. It's like, hey, you're going to work and you're going to be resilient and like you're going to see things through. But there are times when you should quit. Absolutely. There's times when like you do need to quit on that relationship. Like hello. there's times you do need hold to. Hold on, hold on. That's a word for somebody. Hey. That, wait, time out. That, in the, in the, may the spirit of God convict somebody right now because the, the, the man of God just gave somebody a word hey. because you're in a dysfunctional relationship. You value them more than they value mm-hmm. you. You were compromising on your morals yep. and values. And now's the time where you evaluate and say, nah, brah, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Yeah. Mm-mm. Also, there's Carry times on. when you should quit the job. Yo, we're going to leave you on a cliffhanger there. If you want to know when you should not quit, but also know when it's biblical to quit, go ahead and check out that episode with Bianca Althoff. Well, y'all, that has been our episode for this week. Um, I always end our seasons with these recap episodes because I think we offer so many amazing episodes. And um, often, just in life and in general, we end up missing a bunch of episodes that QWC has released because... We're just busy, and sometimes it's impossible to listen to all of them. So I'd love to highlight some of my favorites. Next week, I will be highlighting all of my favorite solo episodes or Team QWC episodes um, in a recap similar to this one. Um, And that will actually be our last episode of the year, which is crazy. But it's time for me to get a little rest, spend some time with the holidays with my friends and my family and get prepared for all that we have for season three. 2024 is going to be an insane year. Just absolutely incredible. God is on the move, and we have so much planned for y'all. I love you. Um, be sure to listen to all these episodes and all these other ones with guests. We have incredible guests like Andrew Carter, Elise Murphy, Kay Thompson, Charlie Hughes, and so many others um, that have come on this year that you should go listen to, including tons of episodes from season one that you should go listen to as well. So even though we'll be on a break after next week, don't be sad. There's like over 60 episodes of QWC for you to catch up on. Love y'all. We'll catch you next week for the last episode of the year. See ya. Everyone wants to change the world. Capital Ministries is doing just that, one heart at a time by creating disciples of Jesus Christ among political leaders in the U.S. and foreign nations. For more than 25 years, founder Ralph Drawlinger has written Bible studies specifically for public servants. Study along with us and learn what the Bible says about capitalism, communism, abortion, same-sex marriage, and other contemporary issues. Subscribe and follow us at lifeaudio.com or search Capital Ministries on your favorite podcast platform.